Hey everybody. So today we are talking with Moon, who is a variety streamer on Twitch. She sort of like plays whatever she wants. She was she just recently, like a few months ago, got affiliate. And in this talk, we talk about identity. So basically, like throughout Moon's life, she has sort of like adopted identities based on like sort of like wanting to fit in and found that it was always sort of like a temporary high that she never really like found fulfillment like long-term fulfillment from doing that and so like recently in her life she's sort of like been working on like adopting her own identity based on like what she wants and the sort of like struggles that come with that and like the the hurdles that she's sort of overcoming that come with that and then also we talk about how like we she she's she's started like falling into slumps that where like she just sort of like doesn't want to exist and sort of like why that might be and then possibly like how to move forward so i hope you enjoy and here we go hello hi uh so first things first uh what what would you like me to call you as 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 we talk today um moon is fine moon okay cool Moon Public Tantra. What's the date? 10, 22, 21. Okay. All right. So, Moon, um, what, is there anything in particular that you would like to talk about today? Um, not particularly. Okay. I, I'm down for whatever roller coaster you want to go on. Cool, cool. Well, so the the reason that I initially reached out, Moon, is because I, I saw that you were posting about some sort of, like, mental health struggles on, on Twitter, and um, basically, like, the reason that I do these is to sort of, like, try to provide value to, like, people in my community and, you know, like, communities that I care about and that sort of thing, and so um, I thought maybe we could start there. Yeah, sounds great. So talk to me about what's been what's been going on for you. Um, so I've just been in a rut. I um, honestly like my mental health is a roller coaster. Um, I've been dealing with it for a while since, mm -hmm. um, oh god, like twenty years. Whoa, makes me sound old. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I I just go through some lows and and sometimes the lows are very low um and i use twitter as kind of like a, a place to like share because i know that a lot of people understand and feel the same way so i want them to also feel validated in their emotions yeah um but yeah cool so yeah it, it's it's cool that you do that because i think that in a lot of ways this is similar that like by us talking like this we're sort of you know like other people that watch can like relate and like you know like get value out of like what we talk about so it's like it's sort of a similar thing right yeah so moon when you say like uh your mental health has been like a roller coaster for like the last 20 years can you like elaborate that uh, on that a little bit for me like what what sort of what are, what are the lows sort of look like um the lows are uh, I I don't take care of myself. I sleep a lot. I sleep, you know, 14, 15 hours a day, which mm. is really hard when I have a full-time job. Um, Indeed. How, I, how do you, how I, do you, I, do I you just out. miss work? How do you pull that off? Um, I, <laughs> I, so I'll work and then I'll take my depression nap and then I'll get some more work done. Um, but yeah, luckily, like I work from home um, and my job is is relatively flexible. understanding and flexible. And then like as long as I get my work done, um, it's it's good. Thank God. Um, but yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah. So that's sound, that sounds pretty intense that like like ba basically it sounds like uh everything just sort of like shuts down like there's just like no like motivation to do anything does that sound right anything yeah nothing nothing at all gotcha um i would much rather sleep the day away and pretty much not exist without not existing if that makes sense absolutely absolutely and so um is that 
I just got a offline follow and it showed up on the screen and it scared the poop out of me. All right, we're just gonna move on. We're just not even gonna look at it. Um, so, uh, so, do you have? You said that like this has been going on for like twenty years. Um, yeah. Do you have any sense of why it might have started? Um. So I, I don't want to say I had a really messed up childhood. Um, because my family did the best that they can with, with our situation. Um, but I, it's, it's also, you know, a very cliche type thing. Like I was bullied in school, um, you know, from middle school into high school. Um, I had a very small friend group. Mm. Um, my mom was absent. My dad was very absent considering I don't really know who he is. Um, so I was raised by like my grandparents, which is fine, but it's also not my actual parents. Totally. So it's very, they, like I said, they tried, but it's not, it wasn't exactly the, like the same, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. Um, Cause like I'd have friends that, you know, had, you know, not absentee parents, they had parents that were there. And like, you always just have this, like, idolation, I think is the word that I'm looking for, of mm -hmm. like, I wish that, like, my life was like that, or what if my life was like that, or, you know, I wonder what, what my life would be like, essentially. Um, but yeah, I'm not, definitely not knocking, you know, my, my childhood situation but it definitely didn't help you know uh, what i mean yeah so okay so moon i'm gonna i'm gonna poke at you for a second okay and <laughs> Go I'm, ahead. I'm just gonna you 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 had said like i don't want to say that i had a bad childhood but then went on to say that like your parents basically were absent like you don't even know who your dad is and that like you got bullied a lot so like why the resistance to saying that you had a bad childhood? Uh, I just feel like there's there's people that definitely had it worse than me. Mm. And like, I don't, I don't want to seem that like, I'm like, what's the word I'm looking for? Like downgrading that, you know what I mean? Because I did have you know, I did have a family and like, I, I'd lived with them. So like, I wasn't, you know, I didn't have it as bad as some people do. You sure. Know? Sure. And so does the fact that other people have it worse than you make it so that like, does, does that negate your suffering? Sometimes I feel like it does. Like, I feel like it, because it's not as bad as other people it's almost like it doesn't it's like i don't want to say it's an excuse that i use but like it's also like um i don't like because it's not as bad as it could be does it really count like does it really you know what it does that make sense am i making sense? yeah yeah no i'm it it, it, ma it makes a lot of sense moon but like here's the thing like Let's say, let's say like you were talking to a friend and they were talking yeah. about like a really, really hard issue that they had gone through. And then they said like, but you know, like, okay, all right, let me, let me just like give like an extreme example. Okay. So let's say like some, some woman like has like had been through some sort of like sexual assault. Okay. And she was talking to you about it and she said, but you know, like other women have been through like far worse sexual assault. Does that mean that her sexual assault is like no longer valid? Like that it no longer counts? No, it's absolutely still valid. So, it, so what about for you? Like, I just feel like it's like, it's almost like a degree of imposter syndrome. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, because it wasn't as bad as it could be, I like... I can't necessarily attest to it. Yeah. Which is, which is a wild because, you know, your, your example is, 
you know, it still happened. It's still relevant. It's still part of your history. Yeah. But, and, and so, Moon, like, what do you think it does to a person who's, like, trying to deal with their issues if there's this, like, part of themselves that's saying, like, your issues don't count because others had it worse? Um, I mean, it definitely sucks <laughs> yeah right it makes them like impossible to deal with because like right. in in a way like you're not acknowledging them like right. it's 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 almost like a form of denial right i was just gonna say like it's definitely a, a form of denial and yeah and j j now that i've sort of i don't know now that like we've sort of like walked through it or whatever um <laughs> I, th this is like a soapbox that I get in all the time is that like that I get on all the time that like I think that we in in our society we like gatekeep suffering a lot that like if someone has privilege it means that they're not allowed to suffer and that's not to say that like people that have less privilege shouldn't you know like receive more empathy and shouldn't like we, we shouldn't like seek to help them more but like at the same time like I think that everyone deserves compassion no matter like what level of trauma they go through because like everyone suffers so like you know i'm a straight white man like how well i'm not straight but i'm a i'm a i'm a white i'm a white man like how lucky i'm a straight presenting white man how lucky can like one guy get but like i still have my crap and like i like i i think that you know i still deserve compassion for it so like you know you, you you're you're a woman and so like that already means that like you have to deal with more stupid crap that men don't have to deal with so like you know i i, I just want to sort of like going into this conversation try to sort of disarm that mechanism of like well like it doesn't count because other people have had it worse like no like if you had a tough childhood like you had a tough childhood and that's okay yeah. okay I'll okay i'll try my best and you know <laughs> even even if like if it if it comes up and you're like like during the conversation if it comes up and you're like i want to talk about this but i feel like i like i don't know like i don't i don't deserve it or like i you know like other people have had it worse like that's a great thing to bring up during the conversation okay, okay. so um talk to me about bullying okay uh where do you where do you want me to start i don't know what what like stories have a lot of power so like if when i say talk to me about bullying if like a story pops into your head it's a great place to start um, i mean i've i've buried buried i can't even speak english apparently i've buried a lot of it um because it think about um but i I'd like to say that I'm an ugly duckling. I was not like I was cute when I was like a kid, but mm. like I wasn't I wasn't popular, like I wasn't as attractive as like the kids I grew up with. So like I definitely got bullied a lot about that. Mm. Um so like I definitely like blossomed and and grew into myself essentially. Mm. So I wouldn't I mean I still have like body image issues like now and like body dysmorphia and and all of that stuff um but that bullying definitely i feel like led to that yeah um but like i had glasses i had you know buck teeth pretty much like i was just your your typical nerdy girl that was bullied on by the popular kids you know and it's like it's very cliche, um, but it it definitely there it is happened. Again. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's it's there. Yeah. Um, and like I had a friend that was like super popular, and I like I always had this thing like I was like, you know, make me popular, you know, like make me whatever, you know, and I just like like Alphaba and Galinda. Yeah, like I was like just just you know talk me up and make me feel like not make me feel but make me look great so everyone wants to be my friend and you know like just wanting that and like looking back on that I'm like girl yeah girl <laughs> you're so much better off being the weirdo that you are you know what I mean and like 
I mean that in the nice way. Like me the, being a weirdo is just me. Like you can see from my background, I just I'm chaotic and nerdy, and yeah. that's me, and it's great. Yeah, yeah. So like what what I'm what I'm hearing you say is that like you weren't sort of the like stereotypical like pretty popular girl, and right. so and so because of that, like a lot of people sort of like bullied you about the way that you looked and it caused all sorts of sort of like body image issues for you um mm -hmm. and then and then even like you you actually you actually had a friend who did sort of fit into that archetype and there was this there was this sort of like desire that she would sort of like glam you up and sort of like make you into one of those popular girls so that you could like fit in and like be one of those popular girls right yeah cool and i mean not cool that that happened but cool cool that cool that we have an understanding um and uh and then and then what about um oh man i lost it it was uh you had talked about the bullying and then you had talked about oh and then like what was it what was it like what was it like with your parents like with 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 like growing up with your grandparents like what what was that like how was that tell me about that um i mean like i said i feel like they did like the best that they could hmm. you know like um my mom like my biological mom um she was just very not ready to have a child and i was i I was actually a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like she, she got pregnant and had me in hopes that like this person that she was in love with would stay with her essentially. Um, wow. Which is funny because she was also having sexual relations with multiple people at the same time. So she doesn't know who my dad is, yeah. but she, she, told me growing up that it was this one person um but she as i got older and understood she was like i don't know um but yeah she she got pregnant with me in hopes that this person that she loved would stay and that didn't exactly happen and yeah. if anything he ran away faster yeah. um but she definitely was not ready to have a child. Um, so she did kind of leave me in the care of her parents, my grandparents, um, and my aunt, who I now call my mom because she is pretty much my mom now. Um, she raised me, she took care of me. She, she treats me like the daughter she never had essentially. Um, so she's, she's my mom now. Like when I say my mom, like that's, that's who I'm talking about most often than not. So yeah. like whenever I, talk about my biological mom I'll say my biological mom yeah. um but yeah so like they they tried they didn't really get it you know like raising raising a, a kid in the 90s is not the same as you know raising a kid in the 70s and you know like so they they tried to figure it out it was it was harder um but like I said they they did the best they could it's just they weren't my parents you yeah. know and so yeah so one i i just want to because i i think it's lovely i just want to call attention to like when you started talking about your aunt i just like i saw you light up and like i i just thought it was really lovely um no. <laughs> and then the the other the other thing that um that i i've i've been noticing is that you use this this phrase when you're talking about your parents a lot, which is like they did the best that they could, which I love that you're like extending empathy to them and no way am I here to like bash your parents by any means. Um, but but I, I do feel like the phrase like did the best that they could means that like from a personal perspective, like from from like your own perspective, like it means that they didn't do a good enough job like that they didn't do what they were supposed to for you 
Um, I don't want to say that they they didn't do what they were supposed to. I just feel like they weren't quite as understanding, if that makes sense. Like, they were very, like, old school. So, like, I couldn't necessarily show a lot of emotion mm-hmm. and, like, and necessarily, you know, be myself 100%. You know what I mean? Like, I had to... Um, I don't want to necessarily like say that I had to put on a facade, but like it, it almost felt that way. You know what I mean? Like I had to, um, be more like in, in like keep things you weren't, inside. Yeah. You weren't yeah. allowed to like express who you really wanted to be. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm curious because with both of these scenarios, with both the, like, bullying and with your parents, there's been this this sort of, like, description of, like, sort of, like, wanting wanting to have what other people had, which, like, it makes total sense to me of, like, you know, not growing up with, with parents that, like, were allowing you to sort of express yourself and then, and then, you know, not fitting into the sort of, like, stereotypical like popular girl mold um that you would really crave that and like want to fit in and so i'm curious whenever whenever i sort of see like patterns like this i always wonder if they're related to the sort of like modern day because a lot of times they they sort of things sort of carry over when they when they go unresolved and so i'm curious about like when you fall into these funks where you sort of just like lose all motivation is this feeling of like like not fitting in or like wanting to have what others have and like feeling like something is missing is that present in the in the funk that you fall into um maybe i haven't really thought of it like that and like I'm just, this is totally, like, me just throwing out, out like, a hypothesis. So, like, if it, if it doesn't land, like, if you're like, no, I don't think so. Like, that's totally fine. And, like, you know, no problem. But, but I just, like, I I think that a a lot of the time what'll happen is, like, we'll sort of get these old, um, I'm trying to think of a different way to describe this than I normally do, and I don't think that I can. So (laughs) basically what happens is that, like, when when we go through something hard, like not having parents when we're growing up or, like, being bullied because we're not, like, the stereotypical popular girl, that sort of stuff, like, stays with us. And interestingly enough, it sort of, like, creates, like like, a carbon copy of whatever we went through. And then, like, as we go through life, our brain is really, really good at, at, like, recalling. And so, like, what'll happen is, like, like, the, the sort of classic example that, that I, that I learned was when you go to a place that you've never been before and you go to use the toilet, like, how do you know how to use that toilet? And the, and it's weird. It seems weird. But the reason why is because your brain is like, oh, like, we've been here before. We know this. Yeah. And yeah. so then you know how to use the toilet. So similarly, the same sort of thing happens when, like, similar events happen later in life that, like, don't actually have the same stakes that they did when you were younger. But, like, because those things come up and your brain is like, oh, like, we know this, then it, like, sends you into that spiral. And, like, all of that, like, that carbon copy is, like, perfectly preserved with, like, all of the emotions and all of the, like, reactions that originally came up. And so I'm wondering if, like, these, like, downward slumps that, that, that you experience aren't, aren't sort of, like, triggered by when something comes up where you're like, oh, like, like I'm, feeling, I'm feeling bullied here, or, like, I'm feeling like I don't fit in here, or I'm feeling like I, I want something that others have, or I'm feeling like um, someone did the best that they could. Right, yeah. I mean, I guess, like... I don't think that it would necessarily be the trigger that triggers the spiral, but I feel like it it could be like after like I'm already on my way down like something that I think about that like 
continues perpetuates it yeah that would make sense for sure and so that's great like feedback is the word that's coming to mind um so do you have any inkling of what kind of things do trigger the downward spirals or do they seem totally random um it's it's something that i'm working on Mm -hmm. um to to figure them out um but at this point in time i don't they're they seem they seem random they're probably not random but it's not something that i mentally notice sure um yeah sure cool and how's how's modern life um hard tell me about that (laughs) um I feel like it's it's a lot of wanting to fit in and figuring it out and uh social media is dangerous yeah uh especially for someone like with my mental need to be like there you know what I mean like yeah 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 social media is bad I can yeah Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but it's like it's it's addicting it's a problem and I know that it is but here I am so like it's it's something that I'm definitely working on because I know that it's I know that it's bad um so like when I turned 30, it was like a light switch. I don't know. I don't know how else to explain it, but like I hit 30 and I was like, you know what? I don't, I don't care. (laughs) And like part of me does still care, but I've, I've gotten to this point where I'm just like, I have friends. I, I have in, you know, who I need in my life and I'm now just figuring it out and just going with it. And, letting the tide carry me i guess well firstly let me say that i can't believe you're 30 you you don't look 31 i'm 31 you don't look you don't look 30 you look way younger like my goodness um and then and then secondly so can you tell so again like we're like there's 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 juice here so like can you tell me more about like what what your experience of like wanting to fit in in the modern day is like um i post a lot on social media you Mm. know i i i used to call myself a chameleon Mm. essentially that like i would change myself a lot um to to what was you know tip and you know because the kids the kids use the word hip (laughs) um but because i didn't know i didn't know who i was i didn't know you know what i enjoyed you know i was so used to liking what people told me to like or liking what other people like and you know just picking and putting all of these things into a basket and and making that me you know what I mean um and so like I like in my teens and my 20s like that was my life you know like I was just like this is that person likes that so I'm gonna like that Mm -hmm. and like I said like I hit 30 and I switched that switch and I was like you know what I I like this this is gonna be like this is it you know this is what I like this is you like it or you don't like I'm sorry like I am who I am um but sometimes it comes back and I'm like oh well not everyone really likes that so like is that something that I should like or um just yeah yeah it's it's always like you said it's like it's there it's in the back of my head and sometimes it'll poke out and it'll be like hey don't forget not everyone likes that are you sure you want to like that yeah 
I think that's a really sort of scarily accurate representation of like what that voice is like. Yeah. Um, and like what I'm what I'm really hearing you say is that like up until just recently, up until that 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 switch flicked, uh, you just like you didn't really have an identity. Like your identity right. was this sort of like moldable, shiftable thing. Um, and, and can you tell me a little bit about like do do you have any sense of like what caused that switch to flick? Like how did you all like all of a sudden like you had no identity for like 20 years and then all of a sudden like now you're like you know what i'm gonna be me like how'd you do that i i don't i just i don't even know like i just i just did it like i don't want to say i woke up one day and i was like this is it yeah because i feel like it was it was you know 30 years in the making like it was just 30 years of getting sick of the shit excuse my language no 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 uh, tell me more about that tell, what <laughs> getting getting sick of what shit like getting getting sick of you know putting all these different things in a basket that weren't me yeah you know like that i just enjoyed because other people enjoyed them and i wanted those people to like me yeah you know and yes it, so yeah. but I, but but i'm i'm a little confused because like because you were saying like you know, like I want, I want what those girls have, or like I want, I want the like, like the the like family that these people have, and so then like, and so then like all of a sudden, like you wake up and, and, and you know, like and like thirty years in the making, like you're going through this, this like putting things in the basket and like, uh, you know, I, uh, like sort of shifting your identity based on that, and then like all of a sudden, you're like you're sick of you're sick of having to like change yourself in order to like attempt to get those things i don't want to say that i don't want those things i just i i were you getting I them didn't, i didn't make it my identity yeah is you know what i mean like i feel like it was it was you know 30 years of that like did it, it was just did it work what do you mean the putting the the molding of your identity the like you know just constantly putting like whatever people wanted into your identity did it give you those things that you wanted um at the time it did but thinking back on it now like a lot of those you know friends that i had they weren't real friends you know they weren't they they liked me for someone I wasn't, you know, yeah. and they weren't they weren't, you know, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, and like relationships that I were in or that um they weren't they weren't healthy. Yeah. So what I'm know? yeah, what I what I'm almost hearing is that it was almost like a it was almost like a like a high. Like it was like an artificial substance that you were sort of like injecting in order to like feel this temporary temporary belonging but that like when when it actually like when you actually looked at it when, when you actually got like the the full picture like it wasn't it wasn't real it wasn't full it didn't actually give you like what you were ultimately seeking yeah like looking back on it that's exactly how i feel yeah it's like i wasn't in a good spot you know what i mean like i didn't have real friends like i i mean i had a select few but like the friends that i had because i changed parts of me mm. they weren't they weren't real friends you yeah. know what i mean and yeah all right moon i'm gonna i'm gonna throw i'm gonna throw a hard one at you you ready okay <laughs> so who are you I'm I'm me, man. I don't I don't even know how to explain that. I just I am who I am. I'm the the nerdy girl that likes video games and anime and Korean food and it just not being like I like to dress in black and do my makeup and you know, just be me. Love that. 
Love that. And what has your experience been like uh, in terms of like, like we were just talking about how the, the like putting, you know, things into your identity, like injecting things into your identity sort of gave this like false high. What have things been like since you've started um, being you? It's, it's almost freeing. Yeah. Like it's like, I'm still, I'm still like picking and like putting things in this basket, but I'm picking things that I like and I'm picking things that I want to enjoy and that I want to experiment with, not stuff that other people talk about. And so I'm like, oh, I, I should try that because you know that person likes that um it's very much me and my rules and and my guidelines and i'm figuring me out yeah and what is it because before like the like the motivation because because what i'm hearing you say which is cool is that like now like you're still putting things in your basket but before the motivation was because like you wanted to fit in what do you think the motivation is now um i want experimenting learning it's seeing it's almost like seeing things through through a different perspective hmm. um because like i'll see things that excite me and like that I want to learn and like or experience and like so it's it's me making the decision rather than being influenced by something else by like an outside source if that makes sense yeah so I'm I'm I'm, I'm feeling a I'm feeling a diagram coming on I'm, I'm getting I'm getting like a I'm getting like a diagram in my head okay so <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm. I'm a ter. I'm a terrible artist, but I insist on drawing diagrams because I no, think fine. that they're cool. So, <laughs> so what 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 I'm hearing is that before there were there were. I'm gonna draw. I'm gonna draw a popular girl. Wait, hold on. You're gonna love this. You're gonna love this. Okay. So there's like a popular girl, and then and then there's and I'm just gonna. You won't be able to see this, but I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm just gonna put okay. like a little. It's too tiny, but I'm gonna do a nose ring. All right, and then okay, and then so okay. And then this, and then this, and then like, and then like a little basket. Okay. So what I'm hearing you say is that before, this is my diagram. Wait, hold on. There we go. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what I'm hearing you say, th th this, is you. this is you. Okay. What, I, what, what I'm hearing you say is that before you were taking things and putting them in your basket because like you, you wanted to like fit in with these popular girls. And now you've discovered this almost like you've discovered this this part of you that actually that like you can put things like this part of this you this you can like put things in the basket and then like this part sees it and like certain things will like resonate with that part of you. And you're like you're like, oh like the the true me likes this. I'm gonna like I'm gonna keep this. Yeah. And then, and then, like you'll try something else, and you're like, "Nah, true me isn't into this." Yeah, that's yeah. fascinating. Yeah. I love that. It's great. Yeah, it's great. That sounds awesome. I, I recommend everyone try that. Just totally. listen. Just listen to you. No one knows you better than you. All right. You know? I'm going to throw out another hypothesis. Okay. When you hit your slumps, do you? I don't know. I don't know how to like. I don't know how to ask this question. Good. I think I'm just gonna just, ask. I'm. I think I'm just gonna ask, ask it, it bad. I'm gonna ask it bad. Okay. 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 All right. So when you hit your slumps, is something in this diagram getting off? Like, is something in this like like are you putting things in your basket from other people again? Is that voice that you were talking about, like, does that voice get, like, really loud and it's like, oh, like, other people don't like this, and then, like, you slump? Is it that, like, you tried putting something in your basket for the true you and, like, the true you was like, ah, I don't like that, and, like, it... 
Yeah. I think that could work. I think that makes sense. I think it's a, it's also a lot of like, if I'm trying something and I'm not good at it immediately, mm. it's, I, I don't, I don't want to say I hate it, but I hate it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you should say you, know? you hate it. <laughs> <laughs> or like, I just, I'm going to use this phrase a lot, but like, I just get imposter syndrome. Like, it's just, I feel like I'm, you know, talking or, you know, doing something that I don't know anything about. And, like, even though I know a lot about it and, like, I just, it's, yeah, I just feel like I'm, I'm bullshitting even though I'm not bullshitting, you know? Yeah. Can you tell me a little bit more about about your your sort of experience of imposter syndrome? Like, can do do you have any like uh, like examples you can think of? Um, I if, mean, if not, that's okay. I know I'm sort of putting you on the spot. I, no, you're fine. Uh, my brain is just my brain doesn't compute well. <laughs> I just like like music and like video games and like things that like i thoroughly enjoy mm -hmm. and like have an opinion on like if you know like somebody comes at me and like tries to have this debate about it like i will immediately like shut down and like question if like, especially if, like, the views are opposing, uh -huh. I'll question if I'm actually correct in how I feel and how, um, like, I've processed whatever I've processed. And, like, if it's not, because if it's not the same, like, yeah, I'm wrong. Maybe I'm, you know what I mean? Even though it's my experience and how I resonate with whatever it is I'm talking about, it's... I always have this feeling of like, well, maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. You know yeah. what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So what I'm hearing there is like, sorry, there's a bunch of different pieces that I'm sort of, and I, I'm sorry that I just, no, 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 it's like, good. It it's, it's good. It's good. I just have to, I just have to, I have to compute. Um, so the, the first thing that I want to say is that like, it totally makes sense to me because a lot of people sort of, I mean, I think that everyone does the sort of, the sort of thing that you did to a certain extent where they sort of like, will try to will like put different things in their into their identity based on others in order to sort of try to like fit in and 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 be a part but i i i do think that it was sort of like a a bigger part of your life than it may be for other people and so it, it makes a lot of sense to me that like if that switch flicked where you're like you know what i'm just gonna be me like when you were 30 like your identity is like it's it's a baby like it just started it just started growing and so, um, and so it makes a lot of sense to me that like when people, if, if people challenge that, if, you know, you, you're talking about something that you're really passionate about and then someone comes up and is like, that's not right. It makes a lot of sense to me that you'd be like, oh, like maybe, maybe it's not right because like it's, it's brand new. It's this like fragile, like it's like the, the three, the three little pigs. It's like the house of straw. Like it's definitely right. not, not the brick house yet. And so, right. um. So that makes a lot of sense to me. And then also, like, I also do think that, like, the most dangerous people in the world are the people that when their thoughts and opinions are challenged are like, no, I'm always right. Like, yeah. those are, like, the worst people ever. So I think that it's good that, like, that you still have that, like, flexibility. And the, the part that is, the part that's a bummer is that, like, it seems like it 
instead of just being like, uh, like, oh, like this, this piece, like this thing that I put in my basket, like maybe I should look at this thing that I put in my basket and like examine it and like see, see, see if I, if I agree with like their assessment. It seems like instead of that, it's almost like all of a sudden you start questioning this entire thing yeah. instead of just, instead of just looking at, so like in, like for instance, like with music, like someone, you know, disagrees with you about an opinion that you have on music instead of just being like oh like maybe i should look at that thing about music you're like oh like i i must be i must be like wrong and like broken or like like i must have like my identity is now fractured because of this questioning does that sound right yes okay yes. all right so what do we do about that <laughs> great answer great answer so throw my whole identity out the window no I'm just kidding. so well okay so i think that like the the if if i could if i could suggest something i think that the first thing that i would suggest is that it sounds like what What's happening is that each time you sort of add a new piece to your identity, it's sort of like working in reverse, where instead of instead of you adding a new piece to your identity, you're sort of adding your identity to the new piece. Does that make sense? So like your whole self is like slipping into this skin of like this music that you're passionate about or like, you know, this food that you really like or, or whatever it is. And so then it makes perfect sense that somebody comes along and is like, hey, I don't like that. And you're like, I don't even want to exist anymore because this person just told me that something that like I just put my whole identity into, they don't like. Like it makes perfect sense that like all of a sudden like all I, I wouldn't want to do anything. Like if someone told me like, I don't like your existence. I don't like you just, you know, as a person, I'd feel like. I don't want to be here. I want to sleep and not exist. Yeah. Yeah. And so then like, and then, and then you come out of it because all, because then there's like, there's a new, there's a new sort of like skin to slip into. Mm -hmm. And so I think that a, a helpful step possibly is working on noticing when you sort of slip in because i think that like like i said i think that like trying out those new things and being like hey true me do you like this and then true me being like oh yeah i like that and then you're like ooh, like let's get spicy true me um i think that's great that's awesome and i think that starting to notice like the what it the difference and i don't even know if you've experienced this i'm curious the difference between like when somebody says like i don't like this somebody in at my work is calling me at 7 p.m. Excuse <laughs> you? Do you know who are you? Get out. Okay, I'm sorry. All right. So <laughs> So like I'm curious if you've experienced this of like instead when someone says like I don't like this, it doesn't mean or like or like this is bad. It and it's something that you like or that you think is good. It doesn't mean that you are bad. And my impression is that right now like if if I said like oh like nose rings are the worst thing since Hitler that you would be like I'm a terrible person. Be like, "Oh, I got to get rid of these now." <laughs> And by the way, I, I love nose rings. My my wife has a nose ring, so I, I don't want you to think I don't like no. I, I've commented on the nose ring a couple of times, so I didn't want to make you self-conscious. But no, I, I love nose rings. Um, but so like, does that does that resonate with you? Does that? Yeah. Okay. No, I, I feel like that definitely makes sense. That definitely, I, I feel like I, I take it one step further and I'm like, oh, so you don't like that part of me. So that means that all of me is wrong and why why is all of me wrong like right. why what why <laughs> right and so one of the like 
sort of, I don't know. I I feel like if if Tentacle Tantras had a meme, it would be a meme of me like in a like a <laughs> therapy pose and it'd be like notice and then like dot 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 cuz like I always tell people to notice things. Yeah. And so for 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 this episode of Tentacle Tantra, <laughs> what I would what I would encourage you to notice is try to notice when someone criticizes something that you really like, try to like get some distance from it, try to detach from it. So like if I said I don't like your nose ring, instead of saying like, "Oh, like I'm bad. He doesn't like me. He does, you know, try to look at it as like, oh, like he doesn't like this thing. And by doing that, you're sort of like you, you then have the power to say, oh, but like, I still like this thing instead of like, like it. I, uh, the the metaphor that's coming to mind is that like if someone throws a rock at this thing it, this thing might shatter like it might you you might decide like okay like it's gone but if someone throws a rock and like you are in this thing and it shatters then like you're you're forked like you got nothing you're done yeah and so the more that you can sort of notice and like like detach from that. I think that I, I I have a I have a hypothesis that you might these slumps might start to decrease. And the thing is is that you're going to fail a lot because this is just how you've lived your whole life. And so like even if you can't detach from it even noticing, like, oh, like, I'm super caught in this thing, and I feel like someone just threw a rock directly at me instead of throwing a rock at this thing. Even that is a great step in the right direction. What do you think about that? I'm intrigued. Okay. That's good. That's, that, that, honestly, I think that that's the best result. Because if you, if you, like, adopted it wholeheartedly, if you were like, yes, that is it... That I would be worried that you were doing exactly what we're talking about. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I'm gonna put that in my basket. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, not not no. I'm gonna put my my myself into that. You know, like putting stuff in your basket. I'm all for it. Put stuff into your basket. But I think I think interestingly enough that you were actually slipping into the things that you're adopting. So yeah, yeah. Treat. Yeah, and I'm curious, I'm curious, like, next time one of these slumps comes up, if you can, if you can notice anything about it, if you can sort of, like, sniff around in there and be like, what, 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 where, what is this? Where are you coming from? And I'm curious, I really feel like the, the, the whole idea of, like, not wanting to exist and, like, all of your motivation being gone and, like, just wanting to, like, sleep the world away... It, it really feels to me like you're sort of hibernating, like, like you're out of, you're out of a skin. And so like, in order to survive the like cold, hard winter that you have to like weather through until you like find something new, you like hibernate and wait. And then you're like, ah, like I found something new. And then it sort of like reinvigorates you. That's my hypothesis. No, I like that hypothesis. Cool. I like that a lot. We're coming we're coming close we're coming close to the end of the hour, which is typically where I sort of try to like wrap it up. So b- before we sort of like go into the the end game, is there anything else like anything you want to ask me about? Anything you want to like dig into a little bit more? Um Not anything that isn't going to take hours. I'm intrigued. <laughs> throw, throw something at me. I'm a mess. Throw I'm, s- I'm a whirlwind of a mess. Okay? Throw something at me that you think might take hours. Uh, 
my life in general. I don't know what to. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Well, we'll we'll get to that part. We'll get we'll get to the that that's part of the end game is is the is the uh, your life in general. Um so uh the the first thing that I want to that I want to do for the end game is um I I I know that you are a, a content creator as well. And so I always like to offer the opportunity if you would like, you don't have to, but if you would like to like plug yourself, like tell people what you do, where they can find you, all that sort of stuff. Uh, yeah, I'm on Twitch. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Instagram. I'm not an influencer on either of those. Uh, but I do like to play video games on Twitch. It's Moon Kitten with two zeros, not O's. Cool. Make sure to find the right one. <laughs> is there a, is there a Moon Kitten with two O's? I think there is. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and what kind of games do you play on Twitch? Uh, whatever I want to. I I play a lot of like G's and Sims and like simulation games. Mm-hmm. Um, just whatever I feel like playing is is what I play. How long have you been streaming? Uh, so I have technically been streaming for two years, uh, but the first year I didn't really focus too much on it and mm-hmm. kind of just like dabbled in it. Um, but then COVID hit and I wanted something to do, um, because I wasn't able to leave the house, you know? Um, so I decided that I was really going to focus on streaming and enjoy it. Um, so I hit affiliate in like three months. Um, and now, thank you. Uh, so I've been an affiliate for, like a, a year and some change um yeah cool cool and i love it yeah it, and it, i'm not in a slump <laughs> can i tell you can i tell you a quick uh like a quick tangent story of course so yesterday i went to this like um work event and it was actually really nice because it was like during work hours so like those are always way better than the ones where they try to make it anyway uh yeah. and i was talking to this girl who i've, I've always really like enjoyed her but when I was talking to her, like, I said to her, like, I, I just feel like you're so much more sort of, like, in yourself. And she was like, you can, like, say, like, you feel so much more pleasant. And I was like, no, like, I, I've i always really enjoyed your company. I always thought we got along really well and everything. It's just that, like, you just feel so much more sort of, like, grounded and, like, comfortable in yourself and, like, happy with, like, like where you who you are and where you are. And, um, and she said, yeah, I think that COVID in a lot of ways sort of even though obviously, you know, like there was lots of horrible stuff that happened, but I think that it gave a lot of us a chance to sort of like explore ourselves and explore like who we are. And so I wonder, it's interesting that, I I wonder about the timing of like COVID hitting and that, that, that switch flicking for you. And then like, like even the way that you talk about Twitch of like, Twitch is like, I do whatever I want. Like, it seems like it's another sort of uh, tentacle of like you exploring your identity, um, yeah. which is really heckin' cool. I like that a lot. Yeah. And I yeah. honestly, I think that Twitch is one of the best places for that. I, I, I think that, you know, uh, Twitch gets a bad rap, rep in a lot of ways and like Twitch chat gets a bad rep in a lot of ways. But one thing that I will say is that I think that one thing that Twitch chat is really good at is like, when people are being authentically themselves, like Twitch chat actually can teach and has taught a lot of people, like a lot about sort of like how to love their authentic self because you get so celebrated for being your authentic self on Twitch. Yeah. You know? And that's what, like, that's what I began to use it for was like to, to like branch out and, put myself out of my comfort zone and like because I'm I'm very introverted so like streaming on Twitch is the total opposite you know like you're even though you don't have people in chat you're still creating content and you know entertaining other people and having to talk to people and that's that's the polar opposite of of me essentially um so but it's been great it's I, I love it. I, my community is great. I've become, you know, a, a member of, you know, so many different communities and, 
made so many friends and it's it's great but yeah it's it's funny that you've made that connection because i didn't make that connection that like it happened around the same time and like the switch flicked at the same time and yeah yeah cool cool well the the last thing that the last thing that i i usually like to do at, at the end of these public tantras is i like to sort of just give like a like a little summary of what we talked about just for like one for you also like after these i usually will like type up a little like a little page of notes that i'll like send over to you just so that like you have it if you want to like look back on it reflect on it whatever um mm -hmm. but for you and then for anyone who's watching like the summary can be helpful sometimes um so i'm just gonna give like a little spiel real quick okay so um so the first thing that we talked about is that like sort of the the main thing that like we came in to try to sort of like that that I, I tried to sort of provide some value on is that you have these like big slumps where like all of a sudden like you really just don't feel like existing like you just want to sort of hibernate just like sleep all your motivation is gone you don't want to do anything um and like we we're like why is that happening let's try to figure out why that's happening and maybe like what we can do about it and what we really got into was that in your childhood, not only did you did were, were your parents like you sort of grew up with your grandparents, you had this sort of like untraditional family, like you didn't really know who your dad was, like your parents were doing their best, but like they in, in a lot of ways they sort of you, you felt sort of like stifled by them because like you couldn't express yourself the way that you wanted to express. And so in school, like you would see these people that have these these kids that have these more traditional households and you'd be like man like i really want that or you would see like like traditionally like popular pretty girls and you'd be like man like i really want that and like even with even with like your close friends like you had one that was like a, a you know traditionally pretty popular girl and uh, and you were like like ch change me teach me and it sort of it sort of emerged into this pattern of like your whole like sort of identity was based on sort of just doing whatever was necessary to like fit in and to and to like try to get what those people had and what you started to find was that you know like in retrospect is that it was always sort of artificial it was always sort of fleeting like you would you would try it and then like it would give you like sort of a temporary high but then it would sort of fade away and it, like it wasn't authentic and it didn't make you feel as good as you wanted it to and so then all of a sudden in your 30s sorry i think that like a bug like flew up my nose and it's like like my eyes are going crazy right now um, no you're fine uh and so then like a, a, a switch flicked one day and you were like, you know what? Like, I'm sick and tired of this. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not even really getting what I want out of this. Like, I'm just going to try to like be me. And so then all of a sudden, like this exercise started of sort of like showing your like true self, like, Hey, do you like this? And your true self would be like, yeah, I like that. And then you're like, okay, I'll keep it. We'll keep it. We'll play with it. And, and <laughs> that is great. And also had its own sort of pitfall in that as you started doing that your sort of your entire like consciousness or your entire identity would sort of slip into this new thing that was like it did authentically resonate with you and at the same time like by putting your entire identity into it by putting your entire like consciousness into it then like when people would come along and be like hey like i don't like that you'd be like oh you don't like me Oh, I'm bad. Oh no. And then and then like the the hypo the theory is that that would cause that that that's what causes the big slumps is that you're just like I don't even want to exist anymore because my entire identity is not like valid. And then you would sort of like hibernate until you could find like a new vessel to sort of fill. And so the like advice that I sort of offered was that the more that you can sort of notice when you're slipping into those skins and see if you can like detach and treat it as a separate object that your identity is like looking at but that it is not intricately linked to the less suffering you'll experience and the more that you'll sort of the the more that those slumps will sort of decrease um 
Yeah, I think that's I think that's my I think that's my spiel. The the last little bit of my spiel is that for anyone watching or for for you Moon, if um if if you like this work, if you'd like to continue this work, um I offer private versions of this that are paid. This is sort of like the like one time free trial. Um, but I offer private versions of this that are paid. So if you would like to continue this work again, I'll send you like some information in the notes, but you're, you're more than welcome to sign up. And, um, uh, for anyone who's watching, like if you, uh, if you'd like to sign up for a public one, I, I, I would love to talk to you. Um, there's one other thing I want to say. Oh, it's gone. Anyway. So, uh, any, any, any last words before we say goodbye? Uh, this was great. And Good. I don't know what I was nervous about, but Good. I, yeah. <laughs> that makes me so happy that, that like, it's sort of like, you were like, I don't even know why I was nervous. Cause this was so yeah. nice. That's great. I, I love to hear that. I'm glad. Well, thank you for doing this for me. Like, you know, I, I definitely am trying to provide value, but also like, it is also, this is also helpful for me. So thank you for, thank you for doing this for me. Yeah, of course. No, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Oh, that's what I was going to, I remember, I remembered. Hey, if you're watching this on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe to the things. Okay, that's it. All right. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs>